Friend, you're so blessed to be a mother. You have an amazing gift in your family. Yet, you may feel like you have lost yourself. You feel alone, unfulfilled, busy catering to the demands and needs of your family, having no time to invest in yourself or to lean in to being the person you hunger to become. It's time to accept our reality, stop the mom guilt, and thrive in our everyday present. Mom, I'm here to remind you that you matter. You are a masterpiece. Your feelings, desires, unspoken needs, and all of you has a purpose. The story of a life that you are creating and living right now is irreplaceable. I'm here to walk with you and to cheer you on. It's my privilege to welcome you here to have a conversation about how we as moms can learn, grow, be nurtured, improve our mindsets, and apply the practical and life-changing strategies to make our life a little less hectic and a lot happier. I want to empower mothers to create a new standard, a standard of feeling beautiful, living well, showing up as their best self, and setting up a good example for our kids who will learn far more from what we do than what we say. In these podcasts, I will be chatting with other moms who will be sharing about their motherhood journey, how they are making themselves whole, pursuing their dreams while thriving as a mom. This is a safe place. Without any judgments, shaming, and discrimination, everyone is welcome here. We are on this journey together, girlfriend. I want to encourage you to let's rediscover our true self, reclaim our time, our energy, and care for ourselves to be the woman we want to be, and most of all, thrive. So let's rise up and show up as a better version of ourselves. I am Jennifer James, your wellness coach on the Holy Mom Chat. Over 22% of pregnancies in the United States sadly end in abortion. Millions of women, including 4 out of 10, who are actively attending church, have had an abortion. Save the Stork's mission is to create a story of hope and empowerment for every woman facing an unplanned pregnancy. Since 2012, Save the Storks has been providing meaningful services, support, and hope to women. Over 80% of women who board one of the -the state-of-the-art mobile medical units known as a stork bus choose life for their baby. Today, there are 63 stork buses on the road in 27 states, staffed by medical professionals who provide no-cost ultrasounds. To date, Over 9,000 women have chosen life after hearing their baby's heartbeat. Visit SaveTheStorks.com to learn more and become a monthly partner. Hello friends, welcome to the Holy Mom Chat Podcast. I hope you all are having a wonderful holiday season and creating memories with your loved ones. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to tune in. So this week's episode is a little bit different. I'm sharing a snippet of my interview with Amy Wicks from the Simple Wholehearted Podcast. If you don't know Amy, she's an awesome Enneagram coach, so go check her out on our website, simplywholehearted.com. As most of us have experienced grief in the past year or so in some way or the other, or maybe you're going through it right now, I thought it would be fitting to provide some practical, healthy ways and we can process grief, especially during the holidays. So I hope as you listen, you find some encouragement, hope, and takeaways. I'm sending you love, peace, and joy this holiday season. So here is my interview with Amy Wicks. Many of us have, especially the last two years, it has just been a stripping season. We have experienced loss. Uh, We're experiencing maybe a physical loss, maybe someone due to sickness or just 
you know, lost their life to various circumstances. And I, you know, it can rattle off, oh man, two handfuls of losses that have touched my life in one way or another. And so the reality is I know for me personally as well, I'm entering into this holiday season with a huge loss in my immediate family. And it's one of those losses that it probably feels all the more painful because it's a choice that someone mm. is is making. And so it's hard when they're could be available and could have relationship except for they're choosing things that are creating the relationship to not be able to be available. And so I know I'm being ambiguous and and all of that. And there'll be a, a time and a season to share a little bit more of my story and probably not that long from now, but there's been grief that has really touched this season for me personally. And I'm not the only one. Yeah. And I hear it again and again. And there is that, I think there's the beauty of, I've felt to carry hope because that's what the Advent season is all about mm-hmm. and carrying hope for restoration, redemption, that God is working behind the scenes and he's got something better than my idea of a happy ending. And he's working on our behalf. But I just felt like with your training, with your knowledge, with your love for the Lord, that you might have some words of wisdom for those who are traversing grief mm-hmm. during this holiday season as our hearts are turned towards expectancy, but also the reminders of what's not there. How would you counsel us, if you will, uh, through this time? First of all, I want to appreciate the courage that you had to share what you shared, because it takes mm-hmm. a lot of courage to share, even though you're being ambiguous. I can hear it in your voice and see it in your eyes. There's a lot of pain there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us are going through different seasons of pain. But first of all, thank you for being courageous to say that. It takes courage. So the first of all, I would say that we need to allow ourselves to grieve. It's a Mm -hmm. process. Processing grief definitely takes time and healing. We need to trust that grief is a part of the healing process. Because sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, we think that grief... We shouldn't be experiencing grief. First of all, we question that. Why, Lord? Why me? Why am I going through this? Um, But in all of that, one scripture that gives me hope is everything happens for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. So no matter what we have gone through or what we are going through, if we just surrender our grief to him and allow God to come into our life, I think that can bring us a lot of comfort. One of the roles of the Holy Spirit is a comforter, right? Amen. So, but yes. till we surrender our grief to God, I don't think the healing can come because sometimes we mm-hmm. just want to hold on to that. That we get protective of our grief. Do no, I am hurt, which is true. We are hurt. I want to stay in this moment, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to process that grief. There's a time, and the healing is going to come. But remember to stay on the course. Sometimes mm-hmm. it may look like that you're feeling a range of emotions, right? Sometimes you're feeling joy, sometimes you're feeling sadness, sometimes you're feeling guilt, but it's okay. You are going to feel all those range of emotions, but allow yourself to process the emotions, to go through the emotions. Don't rush the process. And remember that everybody processes grief differently. So how you might be feeling and processing grief would look like different from what how I do it. And some yeah, people just good. avoid it. And some people uh, turning into eating unhealthy or just binge eating. So everybody's different and culturally things are different too. 
when I coach or counsel people, you know, that's something that I have to remember as well, what culture background they're coming from and how much disclosure is good disclosure or bad disclosure. And sometimes people don't want to share about everything that they have gone through. And sometimes what I'm seeing personally in, in my social realm, there's grief in relationships as well. That relationships have been broken, there's hurt, there's separation going on. So there's grief in there too. So again, all of us, have gone through grief or are going through grief, but just remember to allow yourself to process grief. So I have mm-hmm. about seven things that I want to share. Yeah, that this is amazing. So good. <laughs> Keep I'm, I'm going to condense my counseling session here. Great. Um, <laughs> so second, I want to say that set up healthy boundaries with others and for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that might look like, you know, around the holidays, we get so many invitations. It might mean sometimes you have to say no, then I'm sorry, yeah. I just don't feel like it. And I'm not going to be participating in that. And just letting them know this is a rough season I'm going through. And I just want to be mindful of where I want to be or what I'm going to be doing or how I want to spend my time and for yourself too. So that's the reason I say setting boundaries for yourself as well. Because sometimes it's hard to say no, especially we as women, you know, we yeah. want to <laughs> do all the things, <laughs> exactly. you know, do all the cookie exchange, do this, do that, but connect with yourself and say that mm-hmm. do I really want to do this. Do I feel like doing this? If the answer is no, then don't do it. You know, that's the conclusion that I've come to that my house is not going to look great. It's not decorated. Okay, so what? You know, the fact is that we can still make memories. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. It's how my kids are going to see me, how I'm behaving and dealing in in this season that is important. So just keep your priorities in check. So third, I was going to say is find a way to honor your loved ones. So this Mm. might be more for people who have physically lost somebody but some of the things that I was going to suggest might be appropriate for anybody who's grieving with different things so first Mm -hmm. I think it's easy to make like a memory box with photos and notes just so that you know you you feel like you're doing something and honoring your loved one during this special time or write a letter sharing everything that you would have liked to say to them Mm -hmm. um, during this time and that can be a very emotional experience, but that can also be a very liberating experience. Because Absolutely. You, you have shared your heart. You're, you know, you're not holding all your feelings and your emotions in there. So I think mm-hmm. that's quite healing. It's like journaling, but you're writing a letter addressed to this particular person or persons. Yeah, lighting a candle good. in their honor, place a bouquet on the holiday table in their memory, or placing an ornament on the tree, playing their favorite music, planning a meal based on their favorite foods. Or have a moment of silence to honor them. It's just that you know in your heart that you're memoring them, you're thinking about them, and you're honoring what they yeah. mean to you. So yeah. just stay in touch with that. And uh, four, I was going to say create new traditions for people That's who good. Have mm-hmm. their spouse with them. Let's say if they have lost their spouse, it means that you would have to create a new tradition. So what is that going to look like for you? It could be that uh, you invite a buddy, you know, to go with you to have a holiday meal or you just uh, do something fun, plan something different, but know that you can be creative, right? You just mm-hmm. don't have to feel like, oh, this was my tradition. I'm used to doing this and I want to continue doing this, but I don't have the person with me to do it, right? So yes, that can, that can trigger uh, hurtful feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. So instead, create new traditions that will bring you positive feelings. Number five. Surround yourself with people who love you, genuinely care about you, and are there to support you. And when I say that, I mean that surrounding yourself with the people who really you can feel raw with. 
right? If you feel like crying, you can cry. If you feel like, you know, (laughs) just venting, you can vent. Because that just puts another pressure on if you just have to put up this mask and facade that, you know, everything is okay. I'm perfect. I've experienced all this loss, but I can still go on with it. So just surrounding yourself, because I think that's another thing sometimes women tend to do is isolate themselves uh, when they're going through a hard time, or it depends on personality types too. I tend to do that. (laughs) If I'm going through a stressful time, I just like to isolate myself. But I've come Mm -hmm. to terms with the fact that that's not a healthy way of doing things. I need to reach out. And I know that there are people around me. And it boils down to what are the limiting beliefs that you have in your head? You know, do you feel like you can do everything on your own? You feel alone? Mm -hmm. There's a lot to process over there, but just, you know, seek out. Number six, I was going to say is ask for help because sometimes we can be around people and they don't know that we need help, right? That is so true. That I need help. And it might be that you need professional help. So reach out to people. There are like special uh, grief counselors. So if you are going through a grieving process, seek out grief counselors. They specialize in grieving or just, you know, reach out for a counselor in your area. And Mm -hmm. it might look different for different things or just reaching out and being honest with a friend that, you know, this is a hard season for me. I was wondering if we can do something together without, you know, stepping on your boundaries during the holiday season because everybody gets busy, right? Yes. And last but not least, number seven, take care of yourself because Mm -hmm. nobody else is going to take care of you the way Mm -hmm. you can. And remembering that God has a plan for you, no matter what loss you have gone through, you still have a purpose. You are still here and God is going to take care of you. He's holding you in the palm of your hands. You are a child of God. The scriptures say that we are the apple of his eyes. You know, Mm -hmm. to me, that's just so amazing that the creator of this universe knows me by name and he's holding me in the palm of his hand. So it's just it's just amazing to know that what our identity is in Christ. And sometimes when we are going through hard times, we just need to really remind ourselves that, you know what, I am important to God. And no matter what I've mm-hmm. gone through, God can turn that into a testimony. But mm-hmm. we need to do our part and just trust in the process. Wow, Jenny, <laughs> that is phenomenal. All of those things that you listed I feel like I have been on the other side. Like I feel counseled right now and also going, that is exactly what I know other women need to hear and are really going to benefit if you can just take the time, write these down, (laughs) like put these in action. And I think you will find just the Lord carrying you through in Mm -hmm. such a beautiful way. And he's going to carry you through whether you do it exactly right or not. But I, Mm -hmm. I think these are just ways we invite the body of Christ to be the hands and feet. So that way the Lord can, you know, be an extension of himself through the Christian community in all those different ways. It's hard to allow God to work in us and through us when we are putting ourselves and God in a box, right? So that's Mm. that's Mm -hmm. the first thing I started off with, that we need to surrender our pain that we're going through into God's hands too, because I think that's where... That's why I applauded the fact that you shared your difficult journey that you're going through, because it takes courage to step Mm -hmm. out of the boat and say that, okay, here I am, I'm going through a tough time and I need help. It's hard, but I know that when we do that, not only he uses that to help others, but he heals us in the process too. Can I just share one thing before I go? 
this is like a, a Christmas song, but it's not a Christmas carol. But I think that everybody going through a hard time. I just love this Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Please just listen to it. It's called um, Breath of Heaven by Amy Grant. So yes. the lyrics that stand out to me are Breath of Heaven, Hold Me Together, Be Forever Near Me, Breath of Heaven, Lighten My Darkness, Pour Over Me Your Holiness, For You Are Holy, Breath of Heaven. So I, I just want to applaud your listeners mm-hmm. to stay the course, remain faithful, and trust God that he's going to bring peace, comfort, and joy, and healing through this process that you're going through. Happy holidays to everyone and many blessings. Jenny, I know that my friends have been blessed by this conversation. And I would just say all of you who are listening, if this has blessed you, or if you know someone who really needs to hear this, send it this uh, podcast through text or through social media, share it because I know that a lot of people are in this boat, similar to me of dealing with some loss or grief. And so we just need to link arms and help each other through this. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode today. I would so appreciate if you can share this podcast with other moms or moms-to-be. And if you have not already, please subscribe to my podcast on iTunes and leave a review. You know what? It would be fun if you can take a screenshot when you're listening to my podcast and tag me at Holy Mom. That's W-H-O-L-Y-M-O-M. So my lovelies, I would like to encourage you. Let's rise up and show up as a better version of ourselves. Because let's face it. Nobody is better at being you than you. So let's do this. This is Jennifer James from the Holy Mom Chat.